Cheeky, cheeky, you may not realise, but when you are selling using a deposit, how do you do it? We're going to teach you in a couple of seconds. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minute, episode 385, using other people's money to buy a property. How can you do it? When is it available? What does it mean? Is it possible? Is it legal? What's the deal? Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Mr. Burgios. I think there's the term, and this is a great topic uh, that Tony um, has asked us to speak about, releasable deposits. It, when does it happen? Um, and how you can do it. I think, and we're talking about the, not the deposit for the loan, the stake that an agent holds. So when you're exchanging a contract of sale, the buyer, irrespective of the loan, whatever's worked out. So loan, deposit, loan, everything separate. So the stake that is held by the real estate office in trust, um, generally it's a 10% stake, sometimes 5%, is paid to the agent when it exchanged. And typically it sits in the agent's trust account until settlement when uh, the property settles and the lawyers send an order of the agent and then that deposit goes to the vendor. A lot of people don't understand, a lot of people don't understand, it's almost like there's, once it unconditionally exchanges, there's very, there's like a point, there's almost no reason Regardless if the sale settles, that it won't be going to the vendor. A lot of people don't sort of. Well, get I, th I think Michael automatically, like if, if you'd, you'd sort of assume that if a, some someone paid a deposit of ten percent when they bought your property, you'd assume you'd get it in your hot little hand. And yeah. what you're saying is not at all the case. It sits in the a. It sits in trust in the agent's trust account on behalf of the purchaser. They're holding it in trust and on behalf of the buyer. Like you'd never think that, hey. Yeah, it's and like it doesn't benefit anybody there. And so I think the interest is like point one. So there may be a few hundred dollars at the end. But yeah. It can be used if both parties agree by the vendor. And Mark, how can that be used? When would a vendor need it? Because it's not it does you don't need it all the time. You know, this is the scenario, guys. Um, you've got your bank's approved you to, to buy another property and they've said you've got to sell your property. And you're like, cool. Um, so, okay, say you're buying something for a million bucks and you need to sell your unit for 500000 Once you sell your unit for 500000 you've actually done the hard work, yeah, great. You've got your finance approved to buy the next place great and what actually happens is you find the next place and the uh, and the agent puts their hand out says 10% deposit which is 100k now if you don't have liquid cash 100k and not many people do what are your options and that's when all all the property we're going to buy for goes a little bit more for sale especially in this market i think people are going to we're in an upward market, we're going to have that scenario where you thought it was one five, it goes for one six, and you're a little bit of a shortfall. You'll be able to finance it, but you need that 
to exchange. So what a vendor can do, and it's best to have this done before you exchange, not after the fact. So thinking a few moves ahead. And that's why it's very important to have a, an agent that understands your scenario and they're thinking two moves ahead. So what you would do is when you exchange contracts, you, um, you would say to the buyer of your property, um, in the event the owner needs the deposit, we ask for it to be released to secure another um, property. You almost make it a condition of accepting their offer. Like let's say you wanted one eight, they offered one seven nine. You're like, okay, I'll accept the 10 grand less on the provision that the deposits released to me in the event I need to secure another property. And in my experience, 50% of lawyers, 60% of lawyers will make it happen quite yet they understand it. There's probably a 20% that just see red and they're like, no, no, no. And they'll really put up a fight with it because they're just so cautious. It's But when you think about it, even if the sale doesn't go ahead, that money's going to the vendor anyway. It's yeah, an unconditional so sale. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's it. why is the lawyer going to pretend, like, I'm sure they have their reasons that we're not seeing, but like, if if it helps the transaction get ahead, it, it'll go ahead. So, but now, if you don't have that agreed when you sell, it's very hard four weeks later for the agent to go to the buyer and say, hey, you know the deposit you paid, can the owner use it though? No, like it's just hard to get that approved. But on the exchange, you may be 80% likely to get that approved, 90%. After the fact, 20%. And that can be the difference in you getting yeah, that the, sort of green property. The art of this hack or the art of this deal is in the moment when negotiating the terms, conditions and price, that it is top of mind, brought up, discussed, polished with the purchaser. Um, because if it happens after exchange, you trying to get a, a a seller trying to get a purchaser who's bought their place to then agree to release that money is very unlikely. Now we can't forget they're going to blow this. If a purchaser pulls out, they're going to blow up this ten percent anyway. They're losing it to the seller anyway, so it's sort of not that bad for the seller to use this deposit. Um, you know, as as, as um, as, as a purchase for another property. Now, normally there's terms on it um, as well. So the terms people normally put on, so a, a, often a purchaser will say, yes, I agree for this to be released, but. But it's gonna be transferred to the other agent's trust account um, only in the event of buying a property. Um, so there can be some little hairs, but a lot of time you can almost get it uh, without terms. So it just depends on the buyer and their and their solicitor. So it can be pretty reasonable. Sometimes you got to produce the contract of sale of what you're buying, show that they verify it and it's all hunky dory sort of stuff like that. Um, well, the, the yeah. problem a seller has, the problem a buyer solicitor has is they release that deposit and, it, um, and they say, look, you can only use it to purchase, it can only go to another agent's trust account. And mm. the problem start then begins that 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 on that sale that gets released that stake to another agent's trust account, and then on that sale, and it and it actually like a chain, it actually the, the, the deposit almost disappears. So sometimes they put restrictions on that release of a deposit to say it can be used once and may not be released any further after it gets after the deposit gets put down, or like you suggested, Michael, it may be just an unconditional release. 
Yeah. Now, I'm sure a few agents watching is prick up going, but what about my fee? I get paid from that deposit. Mark, what do we recommend here? We've had the good, the bad, the ugly in this. So we're, we're quite experienced. <laughs> what do you do here? Oh, I can't talk about it. It hurts too much, but I'll <laughs> talk about it. Um, so what what's starting to happen, what's happening in the last probably three, four, five years in the industry is that um, it's getting prescribed that the deposit, say, it, say it's a $50,000 property that, Get sold, and say there's a fifty, um, sorry, five hundred thousand dollars property. Fifty thousand is is the stake that get that's going to get released. Um, a lot of agents now have it in their agreement that their fee gets preserved. It actually stays that that agent doesn't get paid, but the fee gets preserved and stays in the trust account, and the balance gets released. Um, yeah. Now we're doing the, we do this actively. Um, it's in all of our agreements with our owners. So when we sign up owners, we discuss that we're the stakeholder. Uh, for both parties, we discuss in the event of that stake being released, that, the, that our, our selling fee remain in that stake. Um, the problem is um, agents potentially do all the work and never get paid. It depends on the integrity of the seller. Yeah, 100%. So, and I, I remember I've done a lot of these and in my experience, you've just same as speaking with the buyer. You got to be upfront with the owner. You say, "Yeah, we'll get. We can negotiate the deposit released." FYI, my fee is not released to you. It's it's held in trust or it's released to me, um, depending on where you're at. It can be done either or, because if you read a sales a sales agreement, our we are entitled to our fee once we've unconditionally exchanged a contract. But obviously, it's yeah. stuck in settlement. So, you go well, to the owner. This is a photo of one of your sellers below here, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, what, what I see, because then his, sometimes, yeah, I'll, I'll get. What's his name? Are you um, getting that? <laughs> um, I, it, uh, oh, I forget. Adam. 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 Gary. Uh, Adams. Adam. Yeah. Adams. Someone. You wiped yeah, it out of your name. Craig Adams, screw us for three hundred. Craig, grand. Craig Adams, three hundred thousand dollar fee owed to the agency, owed to Michael Burgio, and that's a photo of him below there that you can see uh, on what we did. And uh, what happened? Give us, give us the example. Yeah, so Sorry this to sidetrack it. I just, I just thought of it. So this was the first time I'd ever come across deposit released. I thought I'd been speaking to this guy for years, first time doing a deal with him. Um, he was in a bit of a pinch to sell a site. We got a lot of agents on it. We got a price. So it was a good hustle. Got it done at like just under 17 mil, 16.9. The he made, he, 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 how much did he buy it for? 13? Yeah, 13, 12, 12. So he made... In a year and a half, from your terrific work, he made $3 million. Yeah. Um, and on the provision of the sale, the deposit was to be released. Um, and I, I was thinking, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, we weren't sort of happy with it, but it was other, there were other agents with similar, like, it, we wanted the deal done. So we got it released. It, and the full deposit was released to him. We didn't like, I think, because we didn't even think things could go wrong. We sent it to the, 
lawyer saying this is our stake we're releasing a deposit so we get put on the settlement sheet so when all the banks go in like we just get paid on adjustments we <laughs> um, thought the lawyer would protect us as well yeah the lawyer would protect us he he knew it was entitled it was like it was a reputable city lawyer it, obviously we weren't comfortable because we like to hold the money but you we get the deal done then on the day of settlement obviously the lawyer did want to protect us did want to pay it out the the craig adams fired his lawyer on settlement day because he was going to release us you know you have to pay the agents on my it's, it's a debt owed fired that lawyer hired this two-bit lawyer on the day of settlement who basically agreed not to pay us ignore the the settlements and then basically it's too expensive to chase put it this way guys if if it was too expensive for us to chase a three hundred thousand dollar fee or three hundred forty thousand dollar fee there's no chance for you guys if you because that's quite a rare sale so we're generally talking about million dollar sales blah 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 so you have to protect it like it's your child once you release a full deposit unless you know this client you manage properties for them and you've just got you know where they live sort of thing like you just it's don't do it because the legal side will not protect you we were they basically told like it was five grand to do and invest it like to sort of get the ball rolling and then it was like 30 grand to actually get some sort of legal recourse to know if there's any recourse and then it could be another 40 grand like you're going to spend a hundred grand and if they've changed if they've closed down that that uh, business account the money's gone so there, there is no chance there is no legal recourse for us there is if it's millions of dollars you would spend a hundred grand for a million but you're not going to spend a hundred grand to get a 20 grand fee so uh, protect it protect it um it sucks but it's you've just got to work with it but you have that conversation with the owner up front we'll release the deposit but not our fee have it written in your agreement now where agents can go wrong is they release the deposit minus a fee they've never spoken to the owner the owner's thinking they're getting 100 grand they get 70 grand they go where's the rest of my money and you're like yeah, yeah i've kept my fee well, what no i needed a, i was expecting 100 grand that's where it gets really sour they feel like you've taken from them but you tell them from day one before it's it you know, minus my fee and then if they go what happens if the sale doesn't go ahead my fees paid anyway because we've exchanged. It's irrelevant. You get the balance. My fees, my fee. There's non-negotiate. That's and that sort of thinks it over. So that sort of helps. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, greeting. And when you explain, look, I think I, th I think the art of the the art of, the art of the deal is actually explaining it to to the the relevant the relevant stakeholders. And I think that you know we we get paid by the sellers. I think having that early and open communication of this process can help them uh, and by not hijacking them with information at the end. Um, you know, everyone's on the same page. But I know released and agents can get not paid. Uh, owners then get it and they're like, yep, yeah, that's fine. Just hold back that 10 grand. I'll take the 40 on the 500 sale and let's move on yeah um as tony says isn't the process of accessing the deposit from trust account vigorous under the law 
No, it's actually pretty straightforward. Um, it can be a, a three sentence or a one sentence in a sale contract um, or an email from the vendor's lawyer saying release deposit. It's, it's actually pretty simple. It's very different to like rentals trust. Rentals trust is still the same stuff, but it's, it's not, eh, it is, but it isn't. It's not like a, it's not that. Uh, it's just having, some, having, having said what you've just said, the law society recommends that deposit does not get released. Yes. Having said all that we've said today, if the law society has like recommendations to their lawyers um, and to law in general, and in property law, they recommend that deposit doesn't get touched and stays intact for stakeholders. But by mutual agreement, anything possible. Um, Michelle, what's I'll just read Michelle's similar deposit wasn't covering our fee conjunction agreement with Sydney agent got vendor 100k more vendor turned around and said I think you have been paid enough then said they would donate half uh, sorry so uh, donate so the comment went up vendor turned around and said I think you have been paid enough then they said they would donate half the money owed to assist. We agreed, wanted to advertise that donation, never heard another thing. It was only a few thousand, but still leaves. But yeah, 100%. So similar deposit wasn't covering. Yeah. It, it can get very dicey. You've And as much as like you just don't know people, we deal with them, we think the best. You may have only met them a couple times. Oh, cancer. Okay. So they said they were going to pay you less of a fee, but donate the rest. And then you heard nothing about the confirmation of donating. Yeah. Dodgy. There's, yeah. We like to always you try just, and, you yeah. just don't know. And you can't, inter you don't want to integrity test your clients, you know, when deposits are being released. So it's, it's just better either A, don't release it, or two, if you're crafty enough to get it released as a, as a seller. Um, make sure that uh, in your in agency agency agreements that uh, it's explained up front to clients that, you know, sure, deposits can be released, but the stake for the aid, paying the agency must get paid or the fee just get paid or up front or later. But that's it, guys. Yeah, and co-agency co is very similar, but I would have more trust in another company paying us than a private person because that company, you've got a bit more recourse. Like you could, yeah, so... Co-agency, very similar, but you're probably a bit better off dealing with another agency. But sometimes the one-man bands can be just as bad as some bad people. But, yeah, that's a wrap. See you later, alligator. Oh, got the – where is it? Sorry, music. Yeah, there we go.